he purposely gets houses just to party to, to let people throw parties like weddings he, like he purposely gets a house with a big backyard and he lets them hold weddings he, man he makes and he only rents it out on the weekends he makes like four or five grand a weekend so multiply that by four that's 20 grand a month welcome to live let thrive a podcast about the airbnb life the share economy and everything in between here are your hosts micah and steve hello 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 and welcome back to another exciting episode of live let thrive <laughs> ah, what's up micah man what up my man stevie stacks how you been good how you been Man, I've been wonderful, man. Blessed. I've been wonderful. Got some good stuff going on, so I've been wonderful. Oh, you're smiling ear to ear, man. What's going on? What's new? Oh, this is oh, episode man. episode 99, by the way, of Live, Let, Thrive, your favorite um, Airbnb, VRBO, short-term, long-term, rental, real estate, podcast, all that stuff coming at you. Yeah, yeah episode 99. Dang. But yeah, man, just been uh, busy. Got off the phone with a couple lenders today. Uh, we looking good for the house build. Sweet. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, people that don't know, last episode I announced I'm gonna try to get a house built. So, that's been moving right along. So, yeah, that's been my big news, man. Well, how's how's everything been going on your end? Pretty good, man. Just um, just keeping at it. Remember, I told you uh, I had that um, that goal on my um, on my house in Arlington. Yeah, uh, Airbnb house. I had all right, man. I want to hit. I want to hit 3K. Well, I've passed 3K, Mark. So my next goal is to hit that 4K mark. So that's it. And then once, of course, once I get the 4K, I got to get the 5K, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 10X it. Go for 50. 50. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not, huh? For real. Uh, yeah. But hey, uh, so, so, okay, so how's that stadium? How's it been working out well in your area? How's it been working out for you? Like, numbers been pretty good? Numbers are good. And okay. here's, here's, here's an interesting thing. It's like, um, since I've, cause my, my previous house, my Hearst house, you know, um, I, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the top notch and all that stuff. I just did iPhone pics and all that. And I just, um, you know, whatever furniture, it was okay. But I mean, it got good reviews, but I, the price, I put it, you know, pretty decent price, pretty low price. And it always get five stars on, especially value. Mm-hmm. The thing is, and starting off on my on the the house in Arlington, you know, I started off with lower prices just to get some reviews in, get some people staying there, some stars. And value was, you know, always five stars. But now I've been raising my prices because I can do that, you know, you know, supply and demand. And um and so I've been raising my prices pretty bit pretty much. And I noticed uh they're they're expecting more in the value now. Because they're like, wow, you know, we're paying a lot. I mean, to me, they're still getting a good value, but I guess they're expecting the Taj Mahal now if they're going to pay a good penny, you know. But like you said, you know, screw the reviews, right? Yeah, especially value. I don't even be paying attention to that, man. <laughs> yeah, reviews now. I mean, I, you could you could pretty much tell somebody to give you a good review, and they will. You just Like I told you, I have a little message I just sent to them, and they give five-star everything. I think most of my reviews are like 88% five-star, uh-huh. like almost 1,200. If you just tell them, like, hey – if you enjoyed your trip, give me a five-star review. We'll be sure to leave you a great review as well. These last ones, they left me a five-star review, but they were one of those nitpicky ones. Uh, they, they found like a, a little little bitty, you know, lizards get in the house, whatever. I think they're cool. They, they eat the bugs. 
And um, there was like a little dead lizard in the hallway or something. I don't know how, what happened, but uh, I guess the kid freaked out. And they put that in. The, and they put it in the private review, though. They said, hey, you know, I saw a couple cobwebs and a little dead lizard in the hallway or something like that. And I was like, oh, you know, sorry about that. I mean, they already left. They already left me a five-star review. Except yeah. that I guess they, they took a notch a notch down on the um, – they gave me like four on the value. So yeah. I'm not a freaking what – what can you do? It's a lizard. Whatever. <laughs> I gotta start. I gotta start reading my reviews, man. I ain't read no review in so long. See, you're total total automation, and that's <laughs> cool. Read a review. That's cool, and you know what? I was thinking. I was like, man, because another thing happened. Um, I guess before this one, they did like a little one night stand. Stand <laughs> one night stand. I don't know. Maybe they did, but they did. A, <laughs> they did a, a, these um, uh, these guests from from Beaumont. I guess they came up here and they met some family here, and they did a little party, a little party party, like a birthday party kind of thing. Right. I didn't find like a whole bunch of alcohol. I found a little, a few beers. It wasn't like a like a you know, party, but it was a little a little birthday party going on. And so they left like <laughs> a crap load of balloons behind. House was a little messy, but you know what? I told my cleaner, or, you know, my cleaner. I always I always text her, hey, you know, how's the house? So I can leave a review. And she's like, you know, it's probably the messiest one so far, but, you know, whatever. I was like, well, you know, what do you think I should give them? Like, well, you know, you could give them four stars maybe, but or five, or whatever you feel. To her, when, to her, it's her job to go clean a damn house, right? And uh-huh. that's what I, that's what's tripping out the most, man. Because, like, if that party thing, scenario, messy house would have happened, my wife, would back in the day when she was cleaning, she would have been freaking out. I would have had to get off work and go help, and then... It would have been just, you know, oh, so much stress and all this crap for it. But when you got a cleaner, when you got a good cleaner busting her ass for you, you're like, man, that was not even a stressful situation at all, man. It's like it's like night and day difference. It was it was a beautiful thing. And so I'm partially fully automated, partially fully automated. But just just that alone. And um, it's just helps so much. So I could see how you even take it a step further with your automatic messages and automatically rate them five stars, automatically ask them to rate you five stars. You don't even have to deal with them. That's that's taking it to the next level. Yeah, sit on that beach with your feet up, make some money. There you go, <laughs> see? Nah, like, my cleaners, I tell them, hey, if there's, like, something drastic, tell me. Um, or if there's something, like, uh, something drastic, or if there's something, like, uh, stuff missing, then just tell me and we'll leave a review based on that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you know, that's the way to go about it, man. Um um, one thing I found out about my cleaners who was handling my, handling my one in Little Rock, my mom, you know, my mom, my aunt, they handle it for me. But, like, they'd be taking stuff. My mom would just go buy it and replace it. And I didn't find out till last month and I was down there. You know, we were just mm. doing a review and everything. Yeah. I'm like, Garrett, you didn't tell me? She's like, well, no, I just go to the store, buy it and replace it. And I'm like, you got to tell me. That's business expense. We can get that back, you know. So, <laughs> you know, stuff like that, you know. Um, my mom, you know, she's doing a good job of managing it, but you know, her it's like, oh well, no big deal. But most of the time, I'll, I leave five stars. This is five automatic five star go from there, man. Right, right. You just yeah. you just take every single ounce of drama out of out of managing an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It's and- so much easier when you don't see it. <laughs> Straight up, that's really what it is. It's like a something on your mind that just soothes your mind. You ain't got to see that crap. Because when you see it, you get that personal feel into it. Like, ah, oh, they, they left mm. some stuff. You're like, ah. Oh. I'll be like, mm. <laughs> but, but Felt disrespected. Exactly. It's my house, man. But on that note, someone asked me, 
you know, it's funny. I dropped I dropped the rates a little bit for next week. You know, I'm trying to fill in. I told you my whole um, rib carcass thing going on. And so yeah. I kind of try to fill in the middle of the calendar. And so someone tried to book next Thursday. And, well, here's the cool thing. She did ask me. She said, hey, you know, um, is it cool if we do, like, a, I'm going to host a, a baby shower? And I was like, and she put 10 guests on the thing. And I was like, okay, well, uh, how many people you plan, or plan on being at the house and how many kids? That's the big thing. I don't want little kids running around destroying everything. And, um, and she said, well, probably around 20 adults and, and like about five kids. So you automatically have to double that, right? She's going <laughs> to, she's <laughs> 20. She's gonna, I mean, if it's a Mexican family, like I think it is, I can't see the picture, but I mean, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big to do. And so, um, I'm thinking that'll be at least 40 people and like 20 kids. And so, <laughs> You know, my, I, I told her, you know, my house isn't really set up for the um, for uh, for a party situation. And I'm um, sorry, you know, I can't do it. You know, it wasn't I wasn't like I said, I wasn't going to make a whole bunch of money and the liability would have been it would have been, you know, big, bigger. And I didn't want cars. I didn't want par- cars parking up in front of my house and all that, like 20 freaking, you know, about those locals mobiles and stuff. And so <laughs> I'm Mexican. I can say that. But I just, I just, I don't want to rock the boat. I mean, I'm having a good, clean situation. People are parking around back like they should. But if you can throw a party at my house, man, you're gonna hear the ding, 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 ding. It's gonna be, it's gonna draw attention. Is all I'm saying. I don't want attention right now. Play it smart. Playing it smart. So, so I had turned down. I, I, I hardly ever decline, but I declined one. I declined a booking. It was a request. Yeah, it was a request, and she was asking her questions, and I just, I just declined it. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't even. No, Mike, because your your wheels are running. Hmm, how much is this party worth to you? <laughs> yep, that's a, oh, I'm thinking like, hold on, we we might have the Vatos Locos if, uh, if, if this rings in the moolah. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, I mean, if, I don't know. Like somebody asked that today in one of those groups. They're like, hey, um, this person said they're having a party with like 20 people. Um, no, 200 people. Oh, I said I'd charge 20 20 a head per night. So it comes out to about four thousand a night. He said, "Just charge them four thousand a night. See if they'll pay it. They pay it. They stay two nights. Eight G's. Eh, you might sway me a little bit, you know. Yeah, Just put might. up anything that's really, really breakable. You know, <laughs> you got insurance. You got a home warranty. You know, go from there. Yeah, but, yeah, but then you risk getting shut down by the city and the neighbors and all that stuff. Yeah, depending upon where you are. I told you about the um." Airbnb um, automated group I went to with uh, Sean Rakizich from the Airbnb host of Airbnb Automated on YouTube, yeah. right? Yeah, you too. One of his friends, he purposely gets houses just to party, to, to let people throw parties like weddings. He, like, he purposely gets a house with a big backyard and he lets them hold weddings. He, man, he makes, and he only rents it out on the weekends. He makes like four or five grand a weekend. So multiply that by four, that's 20 grand a month. And you you live in there Monday through Thursday, or yeah, Monday through Thursday you live in there. And his and his neighbors don't mind. Well, remember he said he goes to areas that look suspect, as he called it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So it was really cool. I was like, man, that's a pretty smart idea, man. Just like purposely target people that are looking for parties, wedding. If then you, you charge double, you know, double, triple the price. I like how BP and, and Bigger Pockets is like so politically correct, you know, you know, in like maybe C, D neighborhoods. You're talking about the hood, right? <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Yeah. And, you know. Like I was funny. I was uh, talking to my builder, uh, my builder today, and he was uh, he was giving me some lots. He was shooting me these lots, and I told him uh, I told him which school district I wanted. And he's like, "Yeah, man, I stuck to this school district because you said this school district, and plus I know how important the school district is. You know, appreciation and how good the schools are for your kids." And he was like, "I don't really know this area too well. I don't know the demographics." And he just kind of kept going in about demographics, and I finally stopped him. I'm like, "Look, man." Just send me to the nearest super Walmart, and I can tell you what the demographics of any town is. That's all you need to do. Walk up in there, look left down the checkers aisle, people walking in and out. That is the demographic of any city, straight up. That's the easiest. That's what. I've, that's how I've always moved to neighborhoods, based on the super Walmart demographics. That is truth, man. Yeah, straight up. Man. I've, that I've seen some interesting things at the super Walmart off Cooper right there in Cooper and 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I love that Walmart. That Walmart fits my type of people, so I, I, I can deal with this Walmart. Even the one by the stadium, because my first apartment in Arlington was right there by the stadium. You know, and that was the first Walmart I went to. Yeah, yeah. Cute, I can live here. Okay, I can live in Arlington, you know. It's very ethnic, that Walmart. Very oh, much. yeah, everything's in that Walmart, man. So I was like, I can do this Walmart. It helps so if I'm you know Walmart, Spanish. Gotta, it helps if you know Spanish. Yeah, so I... Um, my first apartment in Texas was right down the street from that Walmart. So, you yeah, will get man. you will you gotta you gotta watch out that you will get run over by a car there. There are people flying up and down that parking lot, man. Oh yeah, man. They're actually real careful now because the cops are always out there now, man. At that Walmart. Yeah, especially at the ruck because this this Walmart, by the way, if people who aren't familiar with Arlington, Texas, is directly across the street from the Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. And, like the Walmart has partnered with Jerry Jones to cut off half the parking on Sundays. So half the parking lot on Sundays and on game day, this place is jam packed. Mm-hmm. Walking in and out, there's beers, everything. It's pretty, it's a pretty cool place to kick it if you want to tailgate a Cowboy game. If you if you ever go, um, you know, to a Cowboys game or something, and you know they have the pro shop at the stadium, but at that Walmart, man, you can get jerseys for dirt cheap. You can get like anything Cowboys on it. They have a whole freaking Cowboys section, man. And yeah, you just so get all your stuff from that Walmart instead of paying like you know you know forty five dollars for a t shirt at Cowboy Stadium. Get it at the Walmart. Forty five. Like, Where are you getting a t shirt for forty five <laughs> bucks at Cowboy Stadium? Well, like one fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a kid's t shirt. You know. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, seventy five bucks. But then, <laughs> but then you get it at Walmart for like nine ninety nine. Shoot. Yeah, for real. But, um, but uh, it's an interesting Walmart. It's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, like if you and then there's a bunch of houses over there. I, I'm, yeah, and actually you can Airbnb in that area. So those houses, if you ever want to get an Airbnb house in that area, that's a perfect spot for you to walk to the stadium. Or you can hit me oh. up. Send me an email. I'll, I'll hook you up with a really nice spot by the stadium. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Hit up old Steve-O. Um, a lot of those like condos and dupe and um, there's some condos right there, right? Yeah, and um, uh, townhomes. My friend I tried to buy one. Yeah, my friend lives right there. Off in one of those, so we get to park there free for the games because she has two parking spots. Mm-hmm. So for the games back in the day when we lived far away, we we parked there you know for free. At her, I have a question. Are there really strict HOA laws over there? 
hers hers you're not supposed to you're not supposed to Airbnb. They banned it and her HOA. Wow. It was like a free for all, but she said there are still people that do um do it there at the at her um condos or townhomes. Really? She's just hoping that Jerry Jones buys them out and gets her a nice big chunk big paycheck and then um makes him a parking lot right there. That's what she's hoping for. She don't give a shit. Yeah. She's like just just buy me out, Jerry. Yeah, because I, I figured that's when him and Walmart went back and forth, you know, because when he blocked off half the parking lot, you know, but him and the Walmarts are cool. They're both parking Because so. they're going to have to clear out a bunch of those um, apartments and um, condos and townhomes right there because they're going to make their hotels, right? They're gonna, that'd be a perfect spot for a hotel. Yeah, but uh, no, no, some of those, those, those uh, apartments right there, those are tied into the stadium somehow. They get little incentives for living there because on game day you can't get out of your apartment. You know what I mean? But I mean, you can just walk to Walmart and do your shopping. But yeah, they, they, this little incentives just to live in there. Because um, those were the apartments I wanted to move into, but I couldn't couldn't get one. Oh, they weren't available. Yeah, they weren't available. You just wanted to Airbnb it, right? <laughs> no, this was when I was first moving to Texas. Man, oh, okay. I was, to, I was like, man, I don't live right across the street from the Cowboy Stadium, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're jam packed full. Of them. The lady, the lady was telling me she's like, "It's incentive." She goes, "We're all full, but it's incentive to live in here." But she's like, "On Sunday, you can't, you really can't go anywhere." I was like, "Hey, you got to work. You're done." <laughs> yeah, but man, hey, how about I thought about this? Um, since I do have one over there by the stadiums, like, and these guys, this is the first time uh, th- these guys that are going to go there. I think. When's the next Cowboys game there? It's not this weekend, but the following weekend. I believe so. I think yeah. it. Is. Yeah, I think it is. And so um, they're asking, "Hey, man, do you have happen to have any extra of those? Um, you know, the chair, the camping chairs, or something like that?" Yeah. I was like, "I have a few at the house. You know, they're they're there outside. You can use those if you want." But then I was thinking, man, do some do some chair rental and do some tent rental while right there, huh? At my house, you know. Let me know if you need to rent something. Because, I mean, what are they going to do? Go buy a big-ass tent? Go buy some chairs at the Walmart that they're going to only yeah. use once? I mean, I can do yeah. some I can do some rental rental stuff here, man. Buy it and take it back. <laughs> <laughs> I do it everything at Walmart. We can go down to Houston, my cousin's house. We rent the, uh, buy the uh, blow-up mattress and take it back. <laughs> they let you take throw up, uh, blow-up mattresses back? Yeah, you just say you had a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, that's what you always do, man. But no, nah, that's a good idea. Like, one thing I like about the place over by uh, the stadium, you know, you could, well, no, nah, it draws too much attention to have it. They'll let people throw tailgate parties, but, you know. That is one thing that's interesting. Like, if you live by stadiums where it's illegal, like, have, like if you have a big enough yard, let people throw tailgate parties back there. Just make sure it don't get too loud and whatnot, but. It's a, it's a lot of um, I saw I read an article about like Airbnb and sports and how that's like a huge huge mesh of like cities with a sports stadium and the Airbnb rentals rise up so oh yeah yeah and, especially and, like Dallas we got all the sports right man. basketball football NFL XFL WNBA yeah, yeah. WNBA is right here up in Arlington like almost WNBA is in Arlington Cowboys in Arlington Rangers in Arlington so. XFL. They coming? XFL's coming, yeah. Are they going to use Jerry World? No, they're using the... Ra- no, hell no. He ain't letting the XFL team play. <laughs> That's the competition, man. 
he's he's uh, they're playing at the Rangers Stadium. They're forming a, making it into an XFL field. See, and that's my thing. Like in cities like Arlington, where you keep bringing all this crap that's going to bring all these people. Why are you banning Airbnbs? Like, that's crazy to me. Like you're bringing the XFL here, the NFL, WNBA, the damn esports gaming center that ain't open yet. And when that opens, oh my gosh. About to have nerds from all across the country coming down here. <laughs> oh, Crazy. That's right. The um, remember I, I was telling you about starting the. Oh, I already got the um, gamer gamer BNB. I already got that. Um, uh, oh, you called? bought it. I, I bought it on yeah on on um, a domain name yeah gamer BNB. Because I was thinking yeah I was thinking of of open up a little little spots to put some nice gaming chairs and some nice you know big flat big flat screens and making it making it cool maybe a couple of vending machines because they're gonna get the munchies while they're here right oh yeah <laughs> dude put a there vending machine go. in your airbnb that'd be dope i've seen that before like those little small ones i've yeah. seen people do that yeah but man speaking of laws man guess who else just went new orleans on us Seattle, Uh-oh. Washington. Is it? Well, I thought you said that yeah, was a good thing what they were doing. Not really, man. Oh, they okay. just come down hard on you. Like Airbnb, you have to put your license and everything through the Airbnb uh, side. Mm. It's crazy. And most of these cities, it's crazy. We talked about it. most of these cities are sports cities. They're doing it to Seattle, New Orleans. Man. Hmm. But, you know, for me, it's always an increase because if they get banned. I can keep doing it. <laughs> Yeah, so it's coming, man. Yeah, and uh, Bigger Pockets conference is next month. You going? Where is it at? I think it's in Nashville. Oh, a few people hit me up saying that they had uh, Airbnbs down there, and they would, they would, I could just split the cost with them. But I don't know if I'll be able to make it out. I would, um, I would go, but I'm, I'm kind of having a baby next next month. (laughs) Oh, should do next month, October sixteenth. Yeah. Oh man! Congratulations to Steve, man. It's oh, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much. And as another baby girl, another baby girl. So you know, yeah, everybody's ragging me about that. That all I make is girls. Even I went yesterday to the doctor, right? That's mm-hmm. a funny story too. But anyways, I just went to get my you know annual checkup and all that blood work. And yeah. this um, <laughs> this this sister lady was was doing the blood work, you know, doing the mm-hmm. poking, and um. Usually, you know, usually a lot of the, I don't know, is a stereotype or what, a lot of, a lot of sisters end up being the ones taking your blood. Is that a, is that a thing? It's like a, depends, a on, job. depends on where you go. Yeah. Cause, cause my wife, we go and she gets her, her blood work done. It's, it's a sister, a few sisters there. And this one, this is a, <laughs> she's a middle aged, you know, kind of bigger girl, but she was like, she was, you know, small talking me while she's trying to poke my, my, you know, get my blood. And so I guess it helps a little. It takes my mind off of it, you know. I didn't want to see it. And Me she's like, Yeah, I know, man. I'm like, oh. And she's like, she goes, so you, you know, what are you having? It's like, I'm like oh, we're having a girl. Oh, okay. What do you have already? I was like, well, I got you know two other girls. Oh, I'm done talking to you. You, you ain't even doing it right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, even she's giving me hell, and I'm like. <laughs> And she just giving me hell, you know, dog, and I'm, you know, having fun, having fun with yeah. me. And I was like, you know, someone that, someone did at work, you know, tell me, you know, you, you got to quit making love to it and start hitting that shit. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she started laughing. I didn't want her to move the needle, though. She was laughing. They didn't want her to move the needle. <laughs> man, I'm like that with the needles, man. Yeah, man, you have some good small talk. Take your mind off of it. Take your mind off of it, man. <laughs> but, um, now, yeah, everything, yeah, I got the checkup. You know, guys should do, you know, I don't know. Guys don't really do it too often. We should. And all the blood work's good. And, and um, yeah, everything checked out pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, they told me to watch my damn cholesterol last time I was in there. Yeah, they said, well, my cholesterol's a little bit up and then the sugar. So just diet and exercise, they said, pretty much. Yeah. But, man, so, yeah, man, so it sounds like your Airbnb's popped off the ground. What's your What's your plans for expansion? Dude, what, what, what my plan is, because I got an email the other day out of the blue from Cabbage. Remember Cabbage? Uh, it's it's through Airbnb. They do they loan you up to like fifty thousand dollars. Okay. To get your Airbnb up and running, and okay. I finally got a hold of the guy that sent me the email, and I was like, hey man, you know I'm just interested in in hearing what you are saying about that. And he, and he looked me up. He said, you know, it, it's by invite only, and so and how how Airbnb does it. They I guess obviously they look at people who are big you know Airbnb ballers making a shitload of money. And they look at past six months' performance. <clears throat> this is how they do it. And, they, and they'll lend you six months' worth, whatever that money is, like six, what you made in six months, up to 50000 They will lend you that money. And well, you got way over 50, You got it way over that much. <laughs> and they will lend you that amount. And then you, the way you pay it back is they'll take a percentage up to like 40% of, of your future earnings until it's paid off. And they said something like at around 8% interest. So you're getting a $50,000 loan from them, which they take out of your, out of your future um, you know, Airbnb revenue up to 40%, I think. It depends. It is a, there's a lot of variables. But oh, for about 8% interest. Yeah, that ain't worth it. That ain't worth it. And he said there's no, you- no penalty for paying it off early, too. So if you get one up and running, you start kicking ass, you can pay all that money back off early. Can you refi out of it? What if you use it as a down payment to a to an Airbnb? Can you re, you could refinance out of it, right? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it all works within the Airbnb platform. Oh no, then I wouldn't do it. Because right. what I would do, my personal suggestion is, if you're making that much, if you're making enough money, and this is what I've already done, if you're making enough money on Airbnb, and you're running it through your LLC, get two years worth. Like, if you're making, let's just say, a minimum of $100,000 a year since you started Airbnb and you have two years' worth of income, you can literally go get yourself a line of credit for at least 50000 at three or four at 4% interest for the first year and then 5%. For, and after the first year, it goes up to 5%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it depends on how you do it. It might be a good option for, like, a, someone who's badass, you know, got into Airbnb, kicking, you know, kicking serious ass, making a shitload of money. They still don't exactly have the best credit and all that stuff, but... Well, it's not your credit. Using business credit. Okay, okay. Yeah, don't use your... Like, the stuff that I get, yeah, it's not your credit. It won't even show up on your credit report that you have $50,000 sitting somewhere. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was like, cabbage, I I didn't want to have them do it through the Airbnb platform. Then it gets kind of tricky. I'm like, eh. But, yeah, I mean, if, if somebody... That's just another way, but they're both... Options to ways to op- to, what do you, to weigh it, you know. Man, yeah. that's I'm actually gonna look them up just to see if I get a full rundown of their program. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a new, you know, like I said, yeah. it's it's they said it's by invite only, 
and just give me a quick uh, quick rundown. It, was, it sounded interesting. It sounded interesting. You know, I'm sure it's going to get better and better. And speaking of that, um, I found out there's a lot of perks to building a house. Like one of the perks is, like, okay, you can get like a, you know, you can get two different loans. You can get a la- a lot like a a land loan with a construction loan. Uh-huh. But what you could do is if you buy land, like let's say you buy land for for fifty thousand dollars, right? You yeah. can put 20% down on the land, right? And then that 20% will carry over into the construction loan. So you might have to put like 5% down on the construction loan, which is pretty good. But if you're putting 20% down on like with 50K, that ain't, that ain't bad, you know? Um, and then also, you know, you can get everything put into one loan. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's determining how I'm going to structure my loan. I think I'm going to put everything into one loan and put down 5%. Because they'll finance up to ninety five percent if you get upset if you get in your own if you're moving into it. Oh, okay. Get all your down payment back from selling this house, and then I start making money by Airbnb because I'm building a house with an apartment on it. Then I'm going to Airbnb that apartment. I'll have some reserves left over. I mean, then I'm going to see if I can get into like building multifamilies. Sweet. Oh yeah, that's you're what I'm. That's why I've really been. Man. Huh? You're going to be a full fledged developer. Yeah, if I can get into it, man. I just actually just joined a developer uh, group on Facebook. And there's about a bunch of people who are developing, so I started to have to learn. Have to start learning, so I'm sitting there taking notes. Cut off the middleman, right? Cut out the middleman. Yeah, Make your man. own damn houses. That's sweet. Straight up. Uh, is, now, is it cheaper to build build a house than to just buy buy one similar? Yeah, it's cheaper depending on how you do it. Um, me and Mahogany, we're building... We're getting a house built that we've already seen. Now, oh, if you okay. start going super custom, then yeah, it might get pricey. But according to Google, they said it's like I forgot. It was like certain amount of like few hundred bucks per square feet cheaper to build. But that's you know Google doesn't really give you the exact place of where they're talking about. So you have to look at all that stuff like place where you're building. You know, you have to lot land, how much it's costing. So it depends. Now, now did you? You said you found a plot in Grand Prairie. Did the homeboy from the meetup kind of discourage you from that, or what happened? Oh, no, no, no. He was giving me what I needed, like all the advice, like, hey, do this, look at this. Um, The lot in Grand Prairie wouldn't work anyway. It's too small. So I wasn't going to go that route. So, yeah, it's just a lot of of stuff you got to look at when buying a house. You got to make sure that the lot's going to, the lot's zoned for residential. Make sure you can actually build a house on it, especially the house that you want. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, I was like, dang man, I was like, I should have been gotten to this, but, <laughs> but, uh, but my my specifications is kind of hard to find. It's because I'm looking for no HOA, and it has to be big enough to fit this house on the two that I've seen in um, Arlington. They don't have a HOA, but they're kind of in like not so good neighborhoods. But I mean, the, the big ass lot. So I was like, dang, if anything, you could build a fourplex or four or five plex on that, you know. Yeah, Airbnb, or, you know. So yeah, it's just a lot of options, man. When you start getting into buying land, man, I'm happy. The re- main reason I'm really happy about it, it's not because of what's it, what it's going to get me. It's what I'm about to learn doing it. I'm learning a lot in the process. And that's really what makes you get that drive when you start learning stuff. Now you you preached to me before about the the power of social media, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful. It'll get make you rich. It'll make you poor. <laughs> and, and, and everything in between. I just witnessed it. We all witnessed it firsthand. The power of social media with a certain um, NFL player named Antonio Brown. 
Did you see what happened? They said that. that is, I don't know if that's 100% true. Man. You mean that he seeked um, social media counseling to, to yeah, try I to think... get to see how he can get released from the Raiders? Well, real yeah, quick think... synopsis. Antonio Brown, superstar wide receiver. He used to play for the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Raiders paid a shitload of money and draft picks for him to come to the Raiders. And he hadn't even played a snap for him yet. And um, he had a lot of off, off-field stuff going on. And, off, and won't get all into the details. Anyways, they find him. They find him for all the off-field stuff. And he didn't like being fined. He wanted to play for another team. And uh, really, I think he did want to play for the Patriots. Because they said it before he went to the Raiders, he wanted to play for the Patriots. Anyways, um, he got on there and started you know, dissing him on social media. And next thing you know, they cut him. Because they, you know, what he put on social media. Either if he got advice of how to get cut by putting stuff on social media or not, the point is he put he started bad mouthing the team on social media and they cut his ass. And so and so he got punished by going to the team he wanted for a buttload of money for one season. <laughs> so yeah, oh, be- a of money. Well, he made a, it's a good chunk of money for one season for one year. Plus yeah, but got, you lost thirty million in guarantees and settled for ten. You yeah. took a twenty million dollar loss. That's true, but <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, unless you really just want to be there, man, you know, like. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's. But he wanted to play for them, and it's only one year contract, and I'm sure if he tears it up yeah. next year, someone else is going to pay a big. But Patriots of money won for him. that one. <laughs> yeah, Patriots won, but I mean, he—I he, I think it was planned. Though I think it was planned. They got Flash Gordon on one side and Antonio Brown on the other. Man, that's not even fair. Not at all. And Brady in the middle. Third. <laughs> it's enough sports for this episode, but I just thought it was—it was interesting. You were talking about the power of social media, and it's—it's yep. it's real, man. So you can use that to make your um, Airbnb more successful if you do what Micah does. Oh, yeah, use your Facebook ads, my man. Yeah, and <laughs> now, that's a, one thing. Go ahead. Oh, I was saying you have a buttload of uh, notes on here if you want to hit on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just a bunch of stuff. I've been kind of going back and forth with Airbnb. Are you, is your progress and review tab not working? No, it's working. It's working. Mine damn sure ain't. It been, mine ain't been working for like two weeks. I called Airbnb about it, but they barely give you any help on that. Right, right, right. Well, real quick on sports, though. Like, we live by the Cowboys. And so it's funny. If the Cowboys get a home field advantage, do a deep playoff run, man, that literally means thousands of dollars in our pocket. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, it's funny. I was just thinking about that the other day. Yeah, if you you can, that's a good time to bet on them during sports season. If you get them, if they make that, that push, they looked pretty good last week. Yeah, and you get a home field, like a home field game, a playoff game, man, this play's going to be loaded. Yeah, yeah. Now, I was going to ask, we've had guests, um, Erica and Azubike? AJ. AJ, yeah. (laughs) How do you say his name? Um, No idea. I just called him AJ. Azubike. It's a cool name. Yeah, and I was like, and I, and I reached out to him. I was like, man, I've been thinking. And you were saying, you know, what's my next step to scale? And so um, I would love to, to buy another house. And that's in the works. You know, I hope my goal is to get another house before this year ends, you know. And so to, to own another house. But in the meantime, I would love to do something like what they do, what Erica and AJ do. And they're out of Houston. You go look at, listen to one of our previous eps, Erica and AJ. Um H-tone? H-Tone. And so what they do, they co-host 
They love co-hosting. Most people, you know, all the all we've heard is stories about ah, it's not worth it for the twenty percent, blah blah blah. But they enjoy doing it. They'll go in there and they'll fix. They'll bring your rents up so they can get that twenty percent fatter. You know, that's how good they are. And they um and they don't have they don't even have a home of their own yet. It's crazy. But they have several you know different apartments that they Airbnb and other people's houses they Airbnb and they get twenty you know twenty percent adds up like he was saying. You know, 20% of one or two isn't a lot. But when you have 100, you're running 100. 20% of 100 is a lot. And it makes a lot of sense. And so um, and so, I've been thinking about dipping my toe in that a little bit, the, um, the co-hosting, the co-hosting part of it. What do you think? You think that's a good idea? I mean, if you've got the time to do it or if you, if you have the resources to outsource it, because I think you're going to be a lot of hands-on, but... If you have the resources to outsource it, or if you have the time to manually take care of it and do it, then yeah, I mean. But yeah, if I got a, if I got a good cleaner, and I can I can at least add in one more or two more, it will be you know it'd be all right, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of times they want you to like. I mean, especially if you're co-hosting for like houses, they might want you to like make sure laundry's like trash is taken out, all that. I'm not sure how co-hosting works because. I've never co-hosted. I've always done a team. I use the Teams feature on Airbnb, and the Teams features. I just have someone work for me, and they handle everything like a VA. And then if they're gone, then I just delete them from my account. So I mean, it, it is profitable. You would probably want to hit up. Uh, matter of fact, one of our at past guests, either AJ or uh, Josh, they know a lot about it. AJ, Josh, and Erica, They're people to know that because I'm, I'm, I haven't hopped in the co-host. I hear a lot of people talking about it, but I haven't hopped into it. I need to do did, more research on Did that. they ever meet up with Norman over there in Houston? Because Norman does the same thing, right? I don't think Norman calls. I think Norman just arbitrage. Oh, he arbitrage. Okay. Yeah, he's an arbitrager. Shit, he can arbitrage and then give it to them to get their 20%. Then he won't have to do nothing at all and still get paid. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of arbitrage, me, me and Norman and Josh just had a conversation about this. Here's a better, a better way to arbitrage, in my opinion. Um, this is a mistake I feel like I made. I shouldn't have arbitraged apartment buildings, apartment complex. I should have targeted landlords. And let me tell you the advantage I see if you go for after a landlord and go after an apartment complex. I feel like if you go after a landlord, you rent from, a forum, from him for a year. I think it's easier to extend, which is still easy to extend on a corporate contract, but it's easier to extend. And when he doesn't want to extend, he probably is more willing to sell the house to you. Or you might be able to set up a seller of finance where you might put no money down and you're like, look, I'll Airbnb this thing and make money off of it for you. You know what I mean? Hmm. So those are the kind of deals I would structure if I was going to hop back in the arbitrage game. Put, it, put yourself in a situation where you can get equity. Like, yeah. and, that's where I, and that's why I tell people, people that are 100% arbitrage or 100% buy, there's a middle, there, you have to have middle ground and kind of know both sides so you can yeah. make make the maximum amount of money be flexible yeah 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 it's like like if you in the real estate game you can't just only know how to wholesale you gotta you gotta know buy and hold you gotta know wholesaling buy and hold flipping all that the name of the game is equity though yes sir and that's what it is so are you doing like are you doing your loans through wells fargo uh my my business line of credits through wells fargo okay um i'm Kind of, I do. I I do have a lot of business credit with them, man. Business lines of credit with them. So, just but personal business, personal credit cards and stuff like that. 
that, no. And speaking of that, I'm, I'm moving away from credit cards. I'm going straight lines of credit. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been, like, truly learning, like, it's way better than credit cards, man. What about your rewards, man? Hmm? What about the rewards? Uh, you can get that with a line of credit. What? Yeah, you can get it with a line of credit. How do you get rewards with a line of credit? Because you get a, you can, because you can remember, you can either, the, the, the biggest thing about a line of credit is you're going to get a credit card, right? But you can just turn that card that to cash whenever you want without the huge penalties and all that. Like with a credit card, you don't get that cash advance crap. Really? Yeah, man. If you can, man, get you. Like what I tell people, man, when you get your mail and you get all that credit stuff coming in, fill that crap out, man. That's free money. But ain't that a lot of hits you're getting on your credit for doing that? Do it all in one day. <laughs> and so... <laughs> And so and so, you filled out all those from all these you know businesses that send them to you, and, mm-hmm. and which ones which ones stuck? The ones that I use, yeah, like, I get I get money from all of them, but the only ones I use is Chase Chase mainly, and then I use now I'm stopping to use Chase and I'm just using my line of credit. Oh okay, yeah, nice nice. So, yeah, just learning. Yeah, no, that's actually one of the topics I was talking about, man. Like getting away from credit cards and using lines of credit. Hmm. It is better because you get fast, uh, better um, access to cash. Yeah, and then now, like when I was saying, I want to build a multifamily. I want to get a five, a five unit. If I can, after I get my house built, get a five unit. Once I get the five unit, then you start getting money off what you're bringing in. So, yeah, yeah. man, just learning a lot. <laughs> um, so you're all about systems. Yes, sir. And so, and, and you got your pretty much your, um, like, what systems do you have in place to run your timeshares? You just, you have a, yeah, go ahead and explain that. That? Oh, just a VA. Well, they don't even list it anymore. He just, oh, man, he just opened his updates. I actually have a crazy story about that. Uh, he just opens updates. They book them, and boom, it's all done. Like, I don't do nothing with those. Just runs itself. But problem is, I had so I spent like eight hundred dollars to get a guy to automate the system for me through programming, through Python programming, and he completely failed. I was like, man, it took a while, but I, I got my money. I got like I got half my money back. I was like, look, we'll call it even. I'm leaving you a bad review though, and get on about your business. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I left him a torched. What do you call it? A scorched earth review? Scorched yeah. earth, man. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, man. But yeah, man, this is automatic. You know, just finding ways to automate things, and then so you can just spend your time on growing. Like that's how we came up with the idea of get another house, get a house built. Then once you get the house built, we'll have more reserves. Then get you a see if you can build you a multifamily, like right in the city, right in Arlington, since it's legal. You know. Yeah, if they approve you, that's the main thing, though. Well, if they if they approve. You know your your uh, petition for to do multifam. You know it says they you you will be able to do it, but you still got to go out there and apply. You got to pay the five hundred yeah. bucks and apply. Yeah, you get you put an apply, and then you put contingencies in your contract with the builder. That hey, with the builder and your loan, whoever, just say hey, if they say I don't get approved for multifamily, I'm out. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you just have to protect yourself, man. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah, just little little things like that. You got to get a lawyer or a, yeah, a lawyer or somebody. If you know a really good realtor who knows a lawyer, that's mm-hmm. the best way to go about it. Yeah, and then just say, hey, if the contingencies are, if you can't get approved, you're out. 
how hard is it? Like, let's okay for me for example. I got four houses. Yeah. How hard is it for me to to convert them into LLCs? And will that mess up my loans? I, I've been read, reading some things online saying that that could trigger like the the bank saying you need to pay it off because it's turning it turning the loan into LLC or they may make you um, refinance it again into an LLC. What how how hard is it to do that? I don't think it's hard, but I think you probably need to talk to like a CPA, a real estate attorney, um, because I think what you're looking at doing is I, I don't know if you want to put them in LLCs. I think you want to put them in trusts and then put the trust in an LLC. Oh, okay. From what I think, remember I'm not an expert at this. Anybody listening, go consult the CPA attorney, <laughs> somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. consult a professional. But most, I think most people are gonna. I think an attorney might tell you put your property in a trust and then put the trust into an LLC. And then put whatever properties you're putting in these trusts, put them in different LLCs or series LLCs. So if something goes wrong with this one, this one's not held liable along with it. Hmm. Yeah. And you have yours in LLCs? Not right now. Okay. I'm just, the only reason I'm getting loans off of my off my business is because of my Airbnb income. And so I'm just steady stacking that up. And I'm just using this time to use my business credit as leverage to get my house built and once the house is built i'll put all my business credit back onto my i'll pay it all the way off and it's going to be like a 50 grand payoff so then my bid they'll increase my business the uh increase the line of credit because i want a hundred thousand dollars once i get a hundred thousand straight <laughs> you can start burning some stuff huh yeah there you go then that's when you can start okay okay i can get a house for 50k put 10 grand into it flip it you know what i mean you start working like that yeah 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 because my goal is right now i want to start creating like what is it called vertical income when you're flipping houses oh yeah start doing a little bit of that big tax hits doing that though um the thing i heard and i heard david flippant weems talk about it he was like what he does is he has his cpa he has a way where he any reserves any money he makes it's looked at as a reinvestment, so he reinvests the money back into another property. I've heard it on bigger pockets like too. A ten thirty one exchange. Is it a ten thirty one? I think a ten thirty one was a buy and hold or something, right? It might be a ten thirty one, but pretty much what he does is he takes it instead of getting all that tax, the capital gains tax and all that, he just reinvests it back into the business. Like he might, like I heard one guy. Well, a good way to do it is after you flip a house, go buy a rental. Then you flip another house, buy another rental. I've heard people do that as well. Hmm. Yeah. Nice, man. Balling out of control. Yeah, man. It's all types of ways. Just got to learn it, man. Learn it. I've been listening to a lot of bigger pockets lately, especially when it came to this home building thing. That's why I was glad to sit down with Irwin like last week at our Airbnb meetup, man. I was like, yeah, I need to. He knows everything I need to know. <laughs> he's a smart dude. He's a quiet dude, but he's a smart guy. Oh, yeah. He knows it. <laughs> um, the new the new iPhone is dr- iPhones are dropping. Is that going to be good for business? Uh man, I'm not <laughs> buying no new phones, man. I, I really realize phones are a rip off. Yeah, phones are a rip off. I mean, I write off half my phone bill, but it's just still a rip off. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a I have an iPhone 10, and I have a, I have an iPhone 10R and an iPhone 8 Plus. I hate that 10R. Really. Yeah, I don't like it, man. 
Why is that? Face up to it to get the to unlock. And you got to type in your code. This one, I just put my finger on it. It opens right up. Yeah, I do like. Yeah, I prefer the finger. You yeah. can't still. You can't change it to where you can do use the finger. You can use your code, but I, I don't think you can use your finger. Oh, okay. But yeah, I have one. I, well, my iPhone ten R is a work phone, so they gave us iPhone ten R. So you know the. Yeah, I'm you, done with the iPhones. <laughs> Go to Android. Um, yeah. You know that. You mentioned you mentioned the bigger pockets, and of course I listen I listen to bigger pockets too. It's great, freaking great. You know, I always learn something. And um, David Green, the co-host on there, he hopped on the the bigger pockets business show, and he can He went on there and, and he was talking about you know his business side, how he grew his um he's he does a real he's a real estate agent, you know, and he runs his own real estate office under Keller Keller Williams. And what, what he was talking about, and it, it was all about systems. It was all about the stuff that he hated doing. He went out and found a rock star to put in the place that did it better than him. And that took it, that took it off his plate and less headache. And someone else did a better job at it than he, than he did anyways. And he just, for every part of the business that he hated, he found someone that could do it better than him. And, um, and he said after that, his business just took off, man. It just <laughs> And he said he's eventually going to find someone to replace replace him in the business straight up that's insane man you're gonna your business is gonna run itself better than when you could have ran it that's true man because of the i've been hearing a lot of people saying va they suck but man i'm gonna tell you i got a badass va up the philippines and i'm gonna tell you why i got him like he i was just test running it right because i needed cheaper labor i was test running it and uh man every time he finished a task he hit me up he's like hey man you got any more work or you know anybody that needs any like i was like dang man so like right now, if you go to my Share B&B site, I got something big popping off on that. I'm putting all my listings on there. And what I'm going to do is I'm start running Facebook ads because right now, when you you know when you go to my um, my Airbnb professional host page, it, all my listings pops up and it's hard to find them. So I've been making little uh, pages on Share B&B, and he he's been doing it actually. I haven't touched it. He's doing it. I sent him that task, and he's gonna I'm gonna start running Facebook ads to get my uh, to send them directly to my website to then to go to Airbnb. Uh, but he, he's man, man, he's a killer, man. And, but the thing about it is, I found out the reason why he wants more work is he don't work. He has a bunch of VAs under him. He goes like, he manages like thirty. <laughs> That's why he's like, hey, if you have any work, just send it to me. I was like, oh damn, okay, cool. <laughs> he's hustling so, off the hustler, jeez. Yeah, because I'm like, I looked at my uh, share BNB page. And I gave him this task like a couple weeks ago, man. He had all those lists up there. I was like, damn. But yeah. <laughs> Only pay five bucks an hour, so hey. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. You gotta just gotta. Yeah, he's right. You gotta surround yourself with people that are smart, hungry, smart and hungry. That's what it is. What um, what do you find a good VA? Uh, I use Fiverr, Upwork. Um, you can use OnlineJobs.ph. Those are three sites. Um, I found that you can find them on all of them, man. And just uh. Fiverr was, I found him on Fiverr though. Fiverr, you get a lot of ratings, you know what I'm saying? So. And how would you, how would you suggest, like, just say someone that's running, you know, a lot of our fan, fans, listeners, they run like maybe one Airbnb, right? A lot of them, I'd say for the most part. Either, either they don't run one or they run one. You know, that's mostly what our demographic is. And mm-hmm. so what would, um, what would you suggest how they could use a VA like starting off? I don't really know if you'd need one with one. Only because, I mean, 
Messaging's pretty easy with one listing. It's really easy. Yeah. With one. I don't know. I mean, you could use one to handle your messaging. You could use them to update your calendar if you don't want to do it. You know, you could. As long as it, the cost justifies it, you know. Yeah. As long as you see benefit from the cost. But, yeah, I'm, I don't see no problem with it. But, yeah, I mean, you can use one to do anything for you. You can get a VA to run your life. <laughs> yeah. Phone calls for you. Trace, skip trace calls, whatever you want them to do. Damn. Okay. Well, so what? Like, how about how many rentals would like uh, would it be a good time to start looking into into a VA? One, I'm going to say that's personal because it depends on how much your time is going into your business, and you feel like you want that time back. But I'd probably say about five, five, or it, it's really it's up to you to know your business. This is why. And I remember when I used to tell this is a long time ago on the podcast. Man, we've been running a long time, two years. I remember a long time ago, I told people, don't get a VA until you know your business. Yeah. That would be a time, too. Like, know your business, and then you'll know, okay, this is taking my time. You can kind of measure it off that. Like me, I knew when I first started, I'm like, damn, man, I can't be updating these damn calendars all the time. <laughs> I, I, you know? So, yeah. I, I remember that. that. I remember that. I remember we do a, a podcast together. You'd be checking your phone every five seconds, because bing, bing, yeah. bing. I was like, damn. That's, that's yeah. like nonstop. Yeah, I was making the big bucks then, man. Now, the timeshares and kind of caught on, kind of lowered me a little bit. So that's why I was like, man, I got to come up with more hustles. <laughs> they slowed you down on that? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. They slowed me down. I ain't making like nearly what I was first making, like, man. But whoa, whoa, it whoa. happens. How, how much of a percentage hit did you take? Probably like a, I would say 40 to 45 Damn, almost half your business gone. And is that because they added those $100 fees or whatever? Yeah, they added the fees. And then, but the fees, yeah, the fees at first, then it started picking, it's still picking back up a little bit. But, and I also think Airbnb's algorithms have a lot to do with it. Because my my next test run is, I'm going to see if I, if I duplicate all those listings one time, if my, if my sales go back up, then I'm going to know it's because my listings are old. And it's just because they're sitting there. So I might have to start making, have my VA go in and start making changes to pictures and stuff like that. And I might be able to boost back up to where it was. So is it still worth someone's while to get a, a world mark? Is it world mark? Yeah. Is it still worth someone's while to, to get one? To, and you think they'll make, they'll be profitable? Yeah, if you're only spending $2 on it, you buy <laughs> you a timeshare for 2 bucks, and it's starting to make you $1,000 a month. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 what's I mean what's the catch? I mean, it's not just two dollars. What what is there's what else is the catch? You're gonna have to pay a monthly fee, right? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, you pay them like a one fifty monthly fee. So you pay you can find one online for two bucks and then pay one hundred fifty bucks a month, which that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Nope. A- and then um, but what what is this thing I hear when people are like, wow, I've been trying for like three months or six months to close this deal on that. Yeah, it's like closing on a house. It's oh. gonna take a while. Yeah, it's like closing on a house. No shit. Yeah, because it, it's, it's like it's pretty much it's a deed going into your name. So they check all your credit and everything, and make sure you. Can... See, and that's that's the part I don't know yet. I don't know if they check your credit. I don't really know how they do it. But yeah, they take a. They're pretty much like you put a house deed in someone's name. They're putting a deed in your name. Oh, okay. So that's why it takes forever. Yeah, so it takes like three to six months to transfer. But once it's transferred, you got it. Matter of fact, shout out to Tiana. She just got hers up and running. 
So is she doing good at hers? Uh, I'm, I haven't talked to her. We'll be talking to her. When is it? When is our meeting? Thursday? Our uh, real estate mastermind meeting is Thursday. So oh, we'll be sweet. talking to her then. Are we going to yeah, post the... Oh, we don't post the mastermind yeah. on this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's pretty much... Well, let's, I'll, I'll talk to her then. Mastermind group. If, if she is, I mean, I'd be interested in... Um, getting her on the show man that'd be great that'd be a, a high-rated show right there because the most of the messages we get is about timeshares so really? um, yeah yeah somebody messaged me today about it actually i yeah. just talked to someone for the show and so yeah. i mean that would be a great show to have to actually see someone talk about it dissect it and um it'd be a high-rated show yeah definitely but yeah i'm gonna look into it man i'm gonna look into it but yeah man so i'm like but yeah that that Timeshare is cool, but yeah, I'm trying to come up with other ways to hustle, like other different real estate ventures. Like you said, if that game is equity, the game is equity. Exactly. And so you think, let's say, October 1st deadline in Arlington is going to, let's say, or wherever you're at, when the band's going to hit, do you think most people would just um, fold up shop because of the letters they received? I think, I bet another round of letters are going to hit October 1st. What do you think? Possibly so. I, I, I doubt it. I doubt people are just going to shut down and shut down. Uh, the, the ones who know they're in areas where they're going to get snitched on, they're about to shut down shop. Because right. if you look at the house prices in Arlington, man, they're sky high right now. Because mm-hmm. in a model, some places used to be Airbnb. I found a uh, funny... I found out where a past guest of ours... All their Airbnbs are seeing all their Airbnbs. I was like, dang, they're pretty smart. I actually seen them. Um, I actually drive by them by work, and I seen their Airbnbs. I was like, okay, they have little signs like, hey, go to the back of the house, like on the side of the house when they pull up, hot park in the back. I was like, oh snap! <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, it ain't. But I, I think that person is in the design, is in the what is it called, the entertainment district. I think they are, but I'm not sure. I think but, she yeah. is. Or they he, are, yeah. or he. <laughs> yeah, I think they're the entertainment. District. The one that was real vocal at first, and then just kind of faded, and didn't yeah, say yeah. nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, um, I, I told you, I sent a message one time. I like, I said, yeah, you, you kind of fell off the group, you know. But I guess you know, you won't be affected much. Actually, when the ban happens, you'll probably be making money hand over fist because everybody else will be shut down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't say, they didn't respond to that. But that's the truth, man. If they're allowed to do it and they shut down the whole city of Arlington except for that little spot, God, dang. They're probably trying to gentrify that area. That's pretty much what I think it is. That's what I think. I think they're trying to gentrify the area around the stadium. The old crack houses? Yeah. That's pretty much what they want to do. They want to have people come in and gentrify those areas because especially they're building up that stadium, of the uh, that, that apartment complex over there. So what you're doing is you're limiting the amount of rentals around you and you're also going to increase the value of the neighborhood around you it's pretty simple when i looked at it and figured out like oh they just want to gentrify the area mm-hmm. and then while also limiting the rental so after these 40 houses are booked okay you're going to come to my hotel so that makes sense but i truly don't i don't really know if airbnb has had an effect on the hotels in arlington because after that meetup that night um, I got in my car and I was driving off the meetup what, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to the bathroom and I went to the hotel across the street. It was jam-packed in there. People watching the games. Like Now, the back of the parking lot was a little bit empty. Mm. You know, a high-end hotel. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I think people go there to party, that hotel right by Boston's. Yeah, yeah. They, go there they got a bar over there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a bar over there. They go there to party, watch the games and stuff. Yeah. So it, it's 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 real interesting to see, you know. But I, if I was Jerry Jones, I think he's doing something really smart, you know. Gentrify the neighborhood, control the rentals, then bam, put you a big-ass hotel right there. <laughs> yeah, man, I peeped that real quick. As soon as they said the entertainment district, I'm like, what the hell? But, you know. Some of the entertainment district look a little rough because I think that the entertainment district starts where what your old place is, right? Uh-huh. Or it starts there, right? Like yeah, on yeah. Cooper and where that QT is. Uh, yeah, right there. There's a little sign at that QT. It says entertainment district, it right? It says entertainment district. Yeah, so from there all the way to where those condos are by the stadium, I think that's where the entertainment district ends. Mm-hmm. So I, that, I don't think it's that big stretch of a land mass you know and i'm not sure if my condo's in it if my condo's in it i just go see if, I, that's one thing i might do in the future man i'm gonna see if i can talk to my co- condo hoa mm-hmm. see if i can get, get them to allow airbnbs because then they can can that condo's hoa override the city's rules hell yeah yeah condos they bylaws man they like denzel on a what's it called on a what's, it, what's the movie passenger 57 Nah, nah, training day, man. When he told dude to get out the car, he was like, man, we can't do this. We the poli-. He said, we can't do this. Denzel was like, we the police. What the fuck we want? That's <laughs> 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 condo. That's how HOAs are, man. <laughs> Shout out to Alaria, who's got her kids in the car right now laughing their asses off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm cut. No, My bad. No, no she's... she's on training day, man. Kids got to see training day. That's they got to Get some knowledge. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. Um, da, 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 corporate. That's bouncing. I, I went back to the last one. We didn't even hit all the notes from the last one. I told you. Are you? Are you, I bet you're a shrewd negotiator. What do you, you consider yourself? Pretty good at it. I'm still learning, man. That's my. my I got to learn the negotiation, man. Now. Hogany's a better negotiator than me. <laughs> shit, real quick. I me, I'm some stuff. My bad. Real quick, me. I'm not. You're like, That's a good price. Okay, I'm you're not, cool. I'm more. I'm very, very analytical. So when I, so on my feet, I'm not as fast on my feet because I have to think about stuff, write it down, come up with numbers. Mahogany, she's more like you know, she's yeah. more shrewd than me at it. Like with her fitness stuff, she's killing it. Because, like, advertising, talking that, me, and me, I'm not, oh, I got to learn that, you know. Now, now did you, because I remember you were looking at duplexes and, and, grant, and Grapevine back in the day. And you found one, and you said you knew it was an Airbnb, but they wanted, like, 600000 for it or something like that. Man, I want to look that duplex <laughs> up. Yeah, I remember that duplex. But they, they're banned out there, right? Well, they're under their lawsuit, so everything, it's still, it's still going while the injunction is in place. And so, um, it would I would, it would be interesting because she was trying to sell it for six hundred G's, but she Airbnb's both sides, right? That lady, whoever owned it, and you sent her like a low ball offer, right, for what two hundred thousand or something? <laughs> yeah, I knew it wasn't gonna go through. I just wanted to at least get my name in her ear. We got our name in her ear. That was it. But, but you, and plus the location of it. Oh dang! I ain't trying to get a location of that. I ain't trying to snitch. But well, they won't know. Eight. She was in a desirable location, but it was right by Great Wolf Lodge. I ain't gonna say yeah. where, but it was like 
right by Great Wolf Lodge. And it's hard to compete with Great Wolf Lodge because uh-huh. they got the swimming pool and everything. You know, they got the full-blown. Indoor, it's more than that. Indoor uh, water park, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's hard to compete with that, but, you know. Yeah. But that I mean that's why they um they banned it cuz I mean they got a uh, Gaylord over there and they got the Great Wood Lodge they got like you said some strong um some strong hotel lobby going on over there. Yeah, very strong, you know. So it's interesting to see how these are going to play out, you know. But it's cool that I like that the way that when you bring injunctions to the city, they can't enforce anything. They have to back off. That's one cool thing about it. Well, they they could still go through ban through the ban, you know what I'm saying? If they wanted to while they're fighting it, but the only fear is if they lose the the case, then they're gonna have to reimburse a lot of people, you know, for uh, for damage. Is that what it is? That's what that's what the main thing is. They could still go through the ban, mm-hmm. but especially well, because how 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 our guys are doing, how our people are doing it in Arlington, they're they're only putting like five or six people on the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So people are asking, well, theoretically, are are they the only ones that will be able to keep doing Airbnb, the ones that are on that lawsuit? And they said, well, mm-hmm. what most cities do, they just go ahead and um, they hold off on the ban until that whole thing's settled in court because they don't want to, like, put forth a ban that they let her find out was an Ill- illegal ban, you know what I'm saying, if they lose yeah. in the court. And all those people that you put out of business, they can sue your ass for, for putting something on them and ruining their business, you know. They could, they could get sued. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so most most cities will hold off until it's all settled. Yes, yeah, like, well, that might. See, and I wonder. So the one in Grapevine. When, when did we go to that meeting in uh, Arlington? When the people were in the red and blue shirts? Was that like a year ago? Yeah, it was last year. It was like. Last so if that year. was like a year ago, man. How long does it really take for these little proceedings? Because even if if it's been going on a year in Grapevine, right? You've probably made a whole bunch of money since then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's worth it to keep on doing what you do until they, you know, you know. But I'm also interested in: Are they going to win? <laughs> <laughs> That's the big thing. Are you going to win? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. lawyer fees keep going. <laughs> they ain't about to stop. You know, I know lawyer the, fees. I know the lawyers win for sure. Well, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, are they going to win? You know, and if they lose, then what's the repercussion? Are you about to just shut down shop? So. Why? Why I was um, asking you if you're a shrewd negotiator, and this is me on a small scale. When I was younger, you know, I mean, it's weird. It's weird. When I was younger, I would negotiate the price on anything. Yeah, you know, I don't know why. Maybe because it helped that I was broke. I was broke as a joke, right? And so, mm-hmm. let's say I go to, I was in Mexico or somewhere like that. I, you know, I'd even try to, even if the stuff they sell at the little flea markets is cheap, I'd still try to get them low, 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 until I walk away. And then they pull, they call me back, and they got me a good price. You know what I'm saying? I would always do that. And I guess being older, I'm like, eh, sounds fair. Here's the, you know, older and you know, less hungry, a little lazier. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, um, even with, even back in the Craigslist days, I'd be I'd be negotiating for every penny, you know. And then even now, but now on the Facebook Marketplace, I'm just like, okay, that sounds like a fair price. I'll grab it, whatever. And so, what happened? I told you that um, a hotel over here in bedford was um changing out their sofa sleepers i told you that story Mm-mm. okay well anyways they're changing out their sofa sleepers and this is back when I, w- I was building my um airbnb in in you know in arlington and i was like well shit i want that back room to have a couple sofa sleepers it'll make it like another bedroom be like a four-bedroom house and so i went over there and um it was hot as hell that day too man <laughs> it was like 110 degrees <laughs> 
and uh, I had to take my little truck, and the freaking AC just went out in that little truck. Long story long. And um, I went over there, and she had this the manager of the of the hotel. I guess maybe I was loopy too from the heat. I was just always all like, "Come on, let's just get these sofa sleepers and go." But the sofa sleepers were outside in a um, in a container, you know, like a container like they used to you know to ship stuff in a shipping container. Yeah. And so she opened it up, and she goes, "Okay, here's the." They're all like you know jammed in there, and they looked okay. They looked okay, and they worked well. And so I was like, okay, you know, and she wanted to sell them for 20 bucks each, which is cheap for sofa sleepers, right? So I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. You know what? I was like, how about if, and she's like, I just really need to get rid of these, blah, 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 blah. And if I was actually, you know, playing poker and reading her face, I was like, man, I can get these fucking free. But (laughs) I told her, I I told her, because I, and I I realized that after I said, you know, how about I just give you, you know, 20 bucks for both of them, 10 bucks each. That's still cheap. And she's like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's good. God dang, I should have said zero. <laughs> I know it's just yeah. 20 bucks, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. And, and then I've heard, a, I've heard a quote before, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And how you negotiate one deal, a small deal like that, it'll help you negotiate big deals in the future. You know what I'm saying? See, I have to work on my negotiations because this is my, my way of negotiating. I pretty much have a set price in my mind. And if it's over that price, I'm just not going to touch it. But if it's at this price, I'm going to touch it. But I don't really negotiate for it. So let me look to tell you the last time I had to negotiate something was when I was getting my car. I went up. To, I called them. They said the price was this. I said, out the door? It was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get up there. They add on two grand. I was like, cool, I'm out. He was like, like he was shocked. Like He thought if we got me in there, he would. I would buy the car. I said, no, I'm out. I'm late. So what I did was I went and negotiated with the bank. I went and talked to Chase. I'm like, hey. How much can you approve me on a car for? And she, he was like, you know, really give you like twenty, thirty. I'm like, no, I don't want all that. I just want a quick ten thousand. I'm like, give me ten thousand, put it on paper, and give me the pre-approval. <laughs> so, but the thing was, I didn't let the car dealership run my credit. I took that back up to the car. I got the car for ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, so I did. Yeah, don't don't let them run your credit. That was my thing. So I got the car for the price I wanted after I took them my pre-approval. I'm like, look, this is all I got, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's not really negotiating. It's kind of negotiating, but it's just kind of like, you know, I'm more, I, I'm not good at negotiating. I have to learn how to do it, man. That's that, that was a great way to do it. I never even thought of yeah. doing something like that. Because usually yeah. you always say, ah, okay, approve, I'm gonna, I only want to pay 10 but approve me for 20 if you. That's fine. Gives yeah. me wiggle room. No, that gives you wiggle room going up on the price. You know what I'm saying? Don't give yeah. you wiggle room going down on the price. Yeah. See, my, see and this is one thing my mom hit me with the other day. Uh, Cause you know my parents, they both invested in real estate. She was like, I was telling her, because uh, we, we were before we were gonna do the house build, we were gonna look to buy a house in Arkansas. And Arkansas is a smaller market. And um, what she did was, I was about to go get the pre-approval letter. She goes, Hey, get the pre-approval letter for like five to ten thousand below what they're listing it at. I'm like, Why would I do that? She goes, Because you don't want their real because it's a it's an economically different market there. So the economics of who can buy houses is different. So she goes, if you go under, they'll probably just sell to you at that price because they're going to be like, oh, this dude's approved. But if they see that you're over, they're going to try to negotiate with you and go up because they're like, oh, well, he, he, he can actually spend this. And Texas is a little bit different because everybody, you know, the economics is a little bit different. But, yeah, it was a trip. Yes. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. That's that's poker playing one on one. Don't show don't <laughs> yeah. show all your cards, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Don't show exactly. Don't show all your cards. Yeah, like, hey, don't don't negotiate at that price. Tell them tell them you're only worth one ten. See if they'll bite. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, cool. And you know, and one, and one thing that sticks out to me from back um, this is back in the day, back before you know Trump was the president and all that. I saw some show where these kids go and visit with him, and they're asked, oh, yeah, you know, how do we become big, you know, business moguls? And you have any business advice for us?" And he said, "I got one. I got one piece of advice for you." He goes, "Fight for every penny." He said, "On every deal, fight for every penny." You know, and and I and I thought about that. I was like, you know, whatever you think about Trump, I was like, he he knows how to make deals, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so I thought about that man, and like, and he could, and you be in the position of power, and you're telling them this is how it's going to be, you know, this, yeah. this is how it's going to be, and that's yeah, fight for every penny. I always remember that. Yeah, and you know, I know, I know my biggest problem with why I'm not good at negotiating. It's because like I'm an extreme introvert when it comes to stuff like that. Like I don't, I don't feel like going back and forth with people. Like I'm like, okay, really? If I don't like. I, can't, I don't like when people go back and forth negotiating prices. I'd be like, "Damn, how you do that? I can't do it." I just really like, "Hey, if you get say it's for twenty, and mm-hmm. I got the twenty, I'm taking the twenty. I'm out. I just can't go back and forth negotiate." But like sometimes I do, but it hasn't really been. You know, I'm getting a little bit better at it. I'm like, That's one thing. I'm actually gonna read a book on negotiating, art of negotiating. Like <laughs> yeah, it's very you. important. It's very important. Now. Yeah. I am good at putting stuff on paper and getting myself out of stuff. I am good at that. I'm good at I'm good at negotiating on paper. I'll say that. Oh, how's that? Example. Like, okay, like okay with this house thing. I was telling my realtor, hey, if we go get a lot, and um, they survey the lot, and the builder says he can't build, we need to have a addendum in there since we're backing out free of charge. We get all our money back. She's like, okay. So stuff like that I'm good at. Like I'm good at protecting myself like on paper. Like I can negotiate mm-hmm. that. Like if, if I can't get stuff where I want it, then I, I know how to, you know. So you're more analytical thinker. Yeah. Like okay. I, um, as a matter of fact, it's a real estate book back here that I learned that from. They were like, anything can be negotiated in real estate, but most negotiations in real estate are done on paper. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. And that's the truth, man. I dig that. I dig that. That's why you better have a damn good agent fighting for you, right? Yes, sir, man. I only work with one. I only work with one. And she's man, a pit bull? You, yeah. Once you get one agent and that's going to ride for you and look out for you, man, you got to stick with them. Stick with them. Nice, nice. Yeah, man. Well, it's been a good app. What do you think? Yeah, man, that was a good episode. You learned a lot about real estate, sports and Airbnbs, cabbage, cabbage. apartment homes. Get that cabbage. Yeah, lines of credit. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that was a good episode, man. Yeah, it was uh, episode 99, and I don't know what we're doing for the big one hundo. Man, we, we'll get somebody on. We might get somebody on, and we just might be sipping the rum. We'll see. Hey, I'll break out the rum, that's for sure. Yeah, man, big <laughs> 100. Hunsky coming. <laughs> But yeah, man, you can uh, find us at live let Th- you can email us at live let thrive at gmail.com. Follow us on IG at live let thrive. Follow us on LinkedIn. Click all the links below. We got all the information below where you can find us, man. And uh, keep living, letting, and thriving. Anything else from you, Stevie Stacks? Oh man, don't give up, man. I mean, you're right there. Yeah, I know y'all are out there hustling and just um, it 
it's hard sometimes, but nah, you just gotta fight through it, and it gets better. It gets better. It's light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, sir. And so, yeah, live, let, thrive. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.